space. Reality. It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility. Where a single choice can branch out into infinite realities. Creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. I am the Watcher. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question. What if? Doom Nation, what's up, guys? We are back with another Doomed review. If you've been following our reviews on What If, we are doing what episodes today, guys? Uh, what If Zombies and What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark. All right. So this so is going to be five and, five five and six. six. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So this is another installment of our Doomed reviews. What's going on, guys? How are you today? Good. Doing good. Just watched the, uh, just watched the most recent one, which was six. Me too. Yeah. Uh, so we're coming fresh off that, and uh, the uh, zombies was a week ago. So a little bit, a little yeah. bit more stale on that. But uh, <laughs> I remember enough. Yeah, I let's remember. Get in, let's get into it. Uh, let's get into uh, episode five. What if zombies? Zombies. Um, uh, I thought it was great. Okay. I, I like it. It's my yeah. little bit of horror mixed with Marvel. It's yeah, one of my favorites. I, I knew. I knew watching that. I was like, <laughs> Shane is definitely enjoying this. Yeah. I, was. I I did like it too. Um. I am still a The Walking Dead fan. I still watch The Walking Dead, and it very it had a very Walking Dead mm-hmm. vibe to it, yep. in terms of like people on the road running from zombies. Uh, how the characters were dying off throughout the episode, just like in The Walking yep. Dead, they kill every single character to the point where it's infuriating sometimes. Um, so it had a very Walking Dead vibe to it, which I appreciated. Although The Walking Dead is not great anymore, I thought that What If Zombies was great, and they captured a little bit of the magic that The Walking Dead is missing. I am very far behind. In the yeah. Dead. I think I gave up. I don't even remember what season it was. Glenn yeah, right after. Yeah. <laughs> I, le- I left with Rick. I got on that helicopter and left with Rick and never looked back. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to be doing, by the way, a doomed review of The Walking Dead's final series without the captain, probably because you ain't going to nah. watch it. But uh, I eventually we get there, we get will. There. When it's all on Netflix, I intend to go from episode one all the way through That's without the commercials. The so, I mean, the episodes will be like three minutes long because, you know, the commercials take yeah. up 59 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh but yeah so back to i i completely agree it had that good walking dead vibe it was just random heroes the cape was its own uh, dr strange's cape was its own character it it really worked out well and just how quickly the avengers went down i thought like that's like a real apocalyptic scenario Mm -hmm. because what made it so the marvel spin to it all was when you become a zombie, you still have your superpowers. Right. You know, like zombies just dragging their feet, biting people. Hawkeye is jumping around, shooting back at people. Zombies yeah. have never done this. Yeah, it was it was cool to make the zombies not just mindless drones, yeah. right? Very much like Z Nation. I don't know if you guys watched that one. Seen a few episodes. I five the zombie yeah. show. I never finished it, but it was like every kind of zombie had their own kind of like strength. 
Okay. okay. You know what it kind of reminded me of, Cap? Uh, Army of the Dead, which we also yeah. doomed, reviewed. Um, you know, it was kind of like, the, wasn't it the Avengers fought all these zombies and like everybody fought against it, but eventually they all lost. Well, this the second uh the second the avengers showed up captain america stepped out and ant-man bit him on the neck and right they, they you know they went down yeah they it was, just had, you know, it had it reminded me of army of the dead yeah definitely how it went down uh, so quickly yes um the so the thing i've the thing i've really been hating lately is i'm not finding spoilers online but like just still advertisements and people talking online they're putting way too much out on yes. these episodes. Like I knew Hank Pym was the cause of the problem before. Yes, that's annoying. Seeing, you know, and it's just like Hank Pym, zom- Marvel zombies, blah, blah, blah. Who's that fault? Like, God damn it. You know, let me watch it at least. Yeah. Um, not be seeing the same things because I don't see anything. But I also like avoid Twitter until yeah. I get to watch the episode. You know me. Twitter's I'm a huge spoiler I hate spoilers, yeah. like with the passion. Yeah, so that does infuriate me. <laughs> like too. I knew, I knew two. Zombie Th- Thanos was in it. Like before, I even knew the episode was about. I found out the episode was about zombies because the picture of Zombie uh, Thanos. I say that's annoying, yeah. right? That yeah. gives up the whole plot. The you know? Yeah. So um, uh, th- yeah, that you really know, pissed me off. But there um, was a lot of cool little Easter eggs in this one, which is probably why you liked it yes. so much. Um, one of my favorite little tiny is it really an Easter egg? No, but it kind of was an Easter egg was when Bucky uh, took out Cap. Uh, Cap, Yeah. And then he took a shield. So he now kind of like now we kind of got a little Captain thing America. where he takes the mantle of Captain America yep. kind of a little bit. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. They the killed a uh, soldier kind of like yeah. almost explored that. They uh, they killed uh, Falcon in a brutal yeah. way. <laughs> they chopped him in half. In front of Bucky, which is even crazier. Um, I think the fights between like the living heroes and the zombie heroes was great. There was a little bit of an advantage, obviously, you know, to you know being alive. And uh, let's let's go over who was alive. So we had Spider-Man. we had Spider Man, which is great. Yeah, the Spider Man was good because he has the Spidey senses. He could tell before he's about to get bit. He's much harder to hold down and capture. So I could see why he lived. He's also a uh, kid and he's well versed in like the zombie. Oh, yeah. The zombie movies. Yeah. It's yeah, been zombie movies. It's been going on. Right now. And that was yeah. kind of a reason why he survived for so long. Because he's probably yeah. been watching The Walking Dead. I, if there was a Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. and he was that age, he probably would have watched The Walking yeah. Dead. Uh, we got Bucky Barnes. So he's a super soldier. So that's pretty, you know, easy to fight off. Who else and did hope. we have? Yes. Yeah, yeah, hope. Hope. And which is a great friggin' power to have in a zombie apocalypse to shrink down that size. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we the started cape. with Bruce oh, Banner. Okay. Cape. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. It was like the most random group. Of that's people. that's what I liked about it, because mm-hmm. The Walking Dead always and these zombies movies, it's always just a combination of who's running and gunning in the right direction. And you meet the most random people and that becomes your team. That becomes your family. And here, you know, they created this little team out of just necessity. And like I said, even the Cape got in on it, which yeah. I thought was so cool. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I, I liked that they also not only was it like you're on the road and you get this random team together, but they intentionally put together almost like a random Avengers team of characters yeah. that haven't throughout the rest of the <clears> stuff <throat> we've seen so far really interacted or mm-hmm. or had any relationship. Yeah. So, so that I thought that was unique and cool 
that we're seeing Spider-Man team up with Bucky Barnes and yeah. Okoye, like people who did nothing together and in the no. movies at, at all. And uh, Strangers Cape, you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. you, it was new. It was unique. I liked it. Like at, that point, uh, at that point in time, really the only interaction Bucky and Peter had was Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, They're right. Opposite sides. Yeah. yeah. It was cool to just see like a different iteration of an Avengers team. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In a way. Um, the, the zombie fighting Avengers team. Yeah. But like also you got to think there's there's definitely other heroes out there too. Because like the thing is made of stone. Groot is made of wood. And Colossus is metal skin. So those are three big powerhouse heroes that can't get taken down in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. But can you know? they though? I mean, like, well, no, because they just can't... show it because Bucky got bitten his metal arm. Nothing happened to him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and Vision. Hegetone. Right. Yeah. Vision right. isn't Vision even human. Repels. Yeah. Right. Of the Mind Stone. I yeah. thought that I thought that was so smart. Like, what a good twist. Like, that made sense. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This like that worked perfectly. Like we always talk like, oh, zombie apocalypse. We're going to get all the guns and food and we're going to go upstate, blah, blah, blah. You know, but like here you are in the Marvel world and like what heroes are going to excel in a zombie apocalypse. I never pegged vision at all. Never even crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. I would have never picked him out of a lineup to be, you know, on my team for a zombie apocalypse. They made it work and it was perfect. Yeah, well, it makes sense, right? Because he's not really human. He's he's no. more of a, an AI machine. Yeah, those zombies don't have want anything to do with him. Plus, he could figure out the whole. Why right? wasn't he? He was kind of taking the uh, the role of well, he was obviously trying to save Wanda, but it also reminded me of that movie with Will Smith with the zombies. Oh, I, am, I am Legend. Uh, yeah, I am Legend. He, he's like the doctor that's trying to figure out how to yep. fix everything. Uh, so they, I, they definitely drew a little inspiration from that movie too. I felt mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the scene with Wanda was crazy. With the Hulk, uh, or I, they, or when unexpected, honestly, I don't know Wanda. why. I just did not expect that. It was so just like evil and powerful, and like the way they yep. portrayed her as like this super powerful zombie demon was perfect. Yeah. There's a part of me that feels like Vision wouldn't do that. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, everyone? It's the Two Doom Men, and we're here to tell you about a partner of ours, the Patriot Cigar Company. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with the idea of incorporating the love of cigars with the love for freedom and America. There is no better way to celebrate our love for our country and freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium cigar. After months of trying out different blends and working with master blenders, they created the Hellfire TNT Sidewinder, Moab, and Mark 48, which we have right here. Each cigar is made with premium tobacco, aged a minimum of three years in Nicaragua. You know, this is a true story. I had really fallen off smoking cigars for a while, and I just couldn't find anything that I enjoyed or wanted to sit through until I was introduced to the Patriot Cigar Company, and these are honestly some of the best cigars I've smoked in a long time. And the best part about it is you could go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use our promo code doomed to get 15% off your order. So if you're ready to enjoy a nice cigar, head on over to their website by using the link in our episode description below. That's what I was saying. Vision wouldn't sacrifice T'Challa to feed her. You know what I mean? Like, I really don't see that. I I do, though, because they they played up the love aspect of their relationship. And so did Loki's series. And that's been like a major theme in the Disney Plus series. So 
Like, love will make yeah. even even a strangers episode like love turned him into the villain an evil yeah. person right so i guess yeah I guess it's it's, it's been I a theme throughout the other shows or just episodes. Like not thinking of like wandavision just again this i want to say takes place like civil war era time vision well, no, and wanda weren't place, together when does it take it, this this is basically it takes place a, when avengers uh infinity yeah, war Endgame. like right before Right. When when Bruce Banner lands in the Sanctum or what's a strange's house called? Well, this is the this takes place at the time of the original Infinity War movie, not Endgame. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, Hulk's coming back from Ragnarok or whatever, and he gets right. sent through the roof of Strange's place. Yes, pops up. Yes, He's yes, no longer right. the Hulk because Thanos whooped his ass. Remember? Yes. And so it picks up from the start of that movie where Iron Man comes in to save Bruce Banner, but they're all zombies, which was, which I'm starting to like, I I'm starting to notice. I like the, the what if episodes that take tidbits from the movies and stuff mm -hmm. more than just a whole new universe with a whole new story. I mean, most of them usually most well, of the them one have. I hated the, the one he hated the most though, were, were more of original yeah. stories, which is ones I like the most because they're original, but I think some I think I mean, some yeah. have been completely original stories like yeah. when we did with the T'Challa Star Alert thing. And then some have been complete rehashes of old movies like the first yeah. one mm -hmm. with uh, Captain, Carter. Captain Carter. And then some like this have been a mashup of both. So this yeah. was almost a brand new story. However, within the bounds of Infinity War, yeah. kind of. Yeah. This was like Infinity War meets The Walking Dead. And I mean, yeah, right. it just had everything Literally. in it that I could possibly like. Right. Or this is like Infinity War gone wrong. Yeah. Because, yeah. because yeah. of zombies. Yeah. And also, it's interesting. Like, at least this is like a f one of the very few times in a zombie show, movie, whatever you want to call it. We got the reason for the zombie apocalypse. It's always a mystery how the, the sickness started, where it came from, blah, blah. We knew. They brought it back from the quantum realm. It was a quantum virus that was infesting yeah, that was cool. uh, wife. And yeah, I mean, at least we knew where it came from and how it started. So, I mean, you never get to solve that mystery in most of these uh, zombie zombie movies. things. You don't know yeah. how it starts. It yeah. just starts. Uh, also, I mean, just to get, I guess, just to skip ahead to the end. It was very dark in a sense of like they lose. And they're going to all die, right? Yeah. Because when they get, you know, when they're going to Wakanda, you see that Thanos and everybody already is already there. And they're basically, weren't they like basically bringing him the, the, uh, yeah, the, the final stone, stone, the final stone, yep. right? So yep. I'm the way I interpreted it as like, that's the way a lot of people assume zombie shows are going to end or movies going to end. Like, you're not going to win in the end. The zombies yeah. are going to win. So that's kind of what happened. Are we going to get an episode two of this and the next one? I don't think so. Supposedly, there's talks for, a live action movie. I saw that too. Up in terms of what? For zombie Marvel zombies. Really? Supposedly going to get yeah. a live action movie and people are just hoping it's R rated. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I don't know. I can't, I got to disagree because that was the first time I really felt like, wow, there's going to be like a second episode. Like we need to see where this goes. Like how these few Avengers uh, fight off Thanos who come like, who didn't we see? Like we didn't see Thor. You know, we didn't see all the all the guardians or whatever. There could still be other superheroes that could come in and help save the day and fight, you know, zombie Thanos. I Anything in space. Know. This is mm -hmm. solely Earth. But how about this? Let me ask you guys this question. Thanos is still trying to get the, the Infinity Stones, even yeah. though he is a zombie. Yeah, zombie. What does zombie that what's zombie Thanos's goal 
of using the Infinity Gauntlet with all the stones? It's probably the same goal. Is it know. the same goal? Or does zombie Thanos maybe get the last stone, snap, and That's turn everybody back out of not being zombies anymore? Oh, and he's the hero? Right. Maybe. <laughs> and then snaps him, and then 50%'s gone. Right. <laughs> um, right, maybe, right. He does that's, two back to back. That's why I yeah. get rid of you now. That's why I really think like for the first time I was like, okay, I think like if we get a season two of what if we're going to see they'll maybe they'll mix them in and we'll have some new original ones. And some of them will be episode twos of what we saw this season. I think there is going to be a season two. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Definitely. Yeah. They've, they've seemed to have, we'll get into this too more on the second episode. Uh, have written some of these into open-ended, you know, to leave leave room. Yeah. They probably left it as let's write some of them open-ended, and if the what if series ends up being successful, we'll revisit it and do it again. And if it doesn't, no big deal. It's just a cartoon. Yeah, just ends, yeah. Right. Um, the Hulk versus Wanda was an awesome fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hulk, I, I think the Hulk wins that because the golden rule of zombie movies is if you don't see the person die, they always show up later to save the day. True. Yeah. You know, every time, you know, you see somebody sacrifice themselves and you never see them die, they always pop back up. So I think the Hulk is going to win the fight against also, Zombie Wanda. They also showed when he's in his Hulk form, he doesn't turn. Yeah, they can't bite through his skin. Because <laughs> he yeah. went to go get bit and his arm turned green and he was yeah. fine. Right. Yeah, which is like which the Hulk. Impen- he's impenetrable. Yes. Yeah. Good way to put Which it. Which I think in the comic book, there was a comic book series of the what the zombies. I I, I know like is. Wolverine turned into a zombie, which would make a very hard to kill zombie right there. But I think the Hulk might have turned in the comic book. I'm not a hundred percent sure. No, I'm not familiar with any of that uh, stuff. I know my dad has a bunch of the zombie Funkos. Okay. I don't remember which ones he has, well, but yeah. I know he has a Wolverine ones. And ones. So they yeah. make they make as yeah. if you watch our podcasts, they make a, a Funko for everything, even which stuff they, that's never happened before. Yeah, they're making a killing right now because every episode of What If that comes out, they come out with a line of yes. Them. I just it, saw what that, an incredible uh, business plan. I just saw that Spider Man with the Strange Cape is going to have a uh, Funko pop, yep. so that's pretty cool. So to speak on that, I knew that was coming for a while. I was kind of upset when I found out that this was the episode that Spider-Man wore the cape. I was hoping for like a what if series where Peter Parker on top of being Spider-Man gets the time stone and is now the Sorcerer Supreme, like or Doctor Strange dies and like Spider-Man's right there with him. And he's like, you have you know, you have to take control of this stone. You can't let it fall into the wrong hands. You're the the Spider Supreme now. I was gonna say the Spider Supreme. <laughs> that would be so a dope a pretty episode, cool, man. cool ring to it. I mean, that's it what be, I was expecting. I personally, don't think Peter Parker is capable. He's not trained in the mystic arts. He's, he's more of he's smart enough Iron to learn. Man. I don't think he has like the mentality to do so. I think he's smart still enough to learn. Well, that's that's always if you ever watch or read anything Spider Man or all the the cartoons with Spider Man, it's always been you know. The movies take away from it because they always casted an older person as Spider-Man. Until now. But yeah, until now. Yeah. So when you're when you go through the comic books and the cartoons and stuff, it's always the battle of this adolescent teenager taking on way more than he could true. You know, I mean, true, yeah. Tony's true. Uh, Tony Stark was a man when he became Iron Man. He was running a, a multi-billion dollar warmongering business. 
he had experience around the world for Peter Parker. It's always been this new struggle of being a teenager and being Spider-Man and he always succeeded. So taking on the time stone and becoming the sorcerer, maybe he could succeed. He's smart enough to learn going a little off, but I feel like the new, like the Tom Holland Spider-Man is kind of showing more so that he is like a child. Yeah. Yeah, that's been the other ones did like he's more like in tune with his emotions. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna explore him behaving differently, what if would be a perfect place to do it, right? Something happens to him and changes the way he behaves or thinks or his motivations. Spider-Man's always been, you know, a child. He's always been younger than everyone else. That that Mm -hmm. got lost with all the Spider-Man movies. Yes, the older ones, right? Which is I thought they did a perfect casting for this one. Yeah. Uh, and also like to build build him into like the leader. In the future, you know, he you've seen like a full story arc of him going from like a kid to I'd like to see in the future. Hopefully Tom Holland sticks around for a long time. I'd like to see future Spider-Man movies or shows or whatever, where he now is an adult and he's confident and leading the Avengers and team and whatnot. And you'll have like this whole body of work where he goes from young, dumb, naive kid that people got to like reprimand all the time to like replacing stark yeah. captain america in a sense or I mean, maybe maybe he takes on really the the tony stark yeah with, uh, role with the tom holland spider-man they have shown that he is actually really smart oh yeah he is yeah yes, yeah like, uh-huh. yes. like i feel like with the other two it wasn't really shown how like smart they are right whereas like yeah. this one like he's like a scholar yeah like he could be a replacement for like, tony stark like fill that that role yeah. of like genius tech guy end of like far from home he's already creating stuff yes like yeah. he already knows yeah that'd be interesting so what do you guys think what do you want to rate it oh man you guys want to go first or you want me to you go first <laughs> i i am going to give it i'm gonna give it like an 8.59 up there uh it had everything i liked it came from you know it started with you know a movie aspect i love zombies i loved watching how the zombies had uh still had the the super zombies still had their powers and were able to use them. I liked the whole storyline. I liked what they did with the mind stone, except for the fact that for whatever reason, the mind stone stopped working when vision viciously wrapped it, ripped it out of his own head. I kind of feel like it's still an infinity stone. So if it was keeping zombies away from vision, it should keep zombies away from Peter, you know, because he's just from itself. Yeah. From itself. I think it's also just every everything inside of Vision is what also amplified the stone because he's a robot, essentially. I think right. he was able to amplify that out. Right, and now right. it doesn't have it's the same thing with like the gauntlet. Like Yes, that's a good way it, to put it. It has to be in the gauntlet for you to right. use it. Yeah. Right. Or, or you know, he's he's manipulating the stone to have an effect that it doesn't naturally do. Like uh, like a gun, right? You could yeah. put a gun on this table here and, you know, sit there and Not gonna nothing kill happens, yeah. right? But you got to pick it up and fire it in order for it to actually yeah. you know, eject a projectile. So same, similar concept, maybe. I think that was their thought process in that right. case. I think All right, so. I'll take that. But um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed This was like the first one that like I watched, finished it, and like pressed play like right again and watched it all over again. Okay. Um, I'm also going to do eight and a half, nine. And I think the only reason it's not getting a 10 is I'm still not convinced that Vision would be there. Okay. Like that, yeah. I, I can see Wanda doing that. I can't see Vision doing that just because he has the tendency to think more logically. Yeah. 
Whereas like, I can't like, mm. yeah, he loves Wanda and we know that. He's more I cerebral in his thing. Yeah. I can't yeah. see him being like, you know what? I'm just going to keep this man alive. I'm going to go with emotions. Yeah. 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 You know what? You didn't, He's not I didn't... the type to make Good. moves based off of emotion. Fair. Fair enough. Uh, you know, I didn't really think of it that way, but you, but it's almost kind of the inverse of what happened in WandaVision, mm-hmm. uh, because in WandaVision, you know, Vision's dead. She takes his, you know, body pieces mm-hmm. or whatever and, you know, tries mm-hmm. to put him back together in a sense. This is the almost the inverse of that where she's dead and he's mm-hmm. trying to, like, hang on to bring her back somehow in some sort of fake created yeah. reality. So I thought that I now I didn't even think of it that way before, but that really is kind of what, what it is. Uh, so I think that's pretty pretty creative there that's actually gonna bump my rating up to a nine uh very good enjoyed it it was uh clever had the uh they did a walking dead episode better than the walking dead has been doing it so maybe the walking dead needs to uh watch this bring in spider-man or a cape no they just i don't know they just they kept it well there of course it's marvel so I, i enjoyed it more but i don't know like they just had the zombie recipe right yeah which The Walking Dead yeah. has not for a long time, even though they're a zombie show. So, yeah. And yeah. also, I think a one-legged T'Challa is still a pretty dangerous. They kind of like made him super weak all of a sudden once he lost his leg. Yeah, well, he can't run. Yeah, I haven't had a one-legged in zombie apocalypse, yeah. man. You're you're pretty uh, you're pretty down the uh, river without a paddle, as I say. Look what happened to Herschel. Yeah. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but Herschel wasn't the Black Panther. That is true. true. But still, true. He was an old man. Old one man. leg, though, you can't really get very far. Yeah, yeah I, you I can agree. fight him off in close combat, but that's only going to get you so far when you're overpowered. Yeah. That's a huge handicap. No pun <laughs> yeah. intended. Um, all right, all right so, so on to yes, yeah. the next one, which was what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? I just want to start off by saying I loved this episode. Me too. I really, I think this was good. I'm going to have a very different approach to breaking this one down than you guys. I think maybe not you, but you definitely. So I kind of want to hear your guys' thoughts first before I get into this. And with that doom nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up doom nation. It is Skaggs here. And thanks for joining us for another episode of the two doom men podcast. If you like political discussion, guns, beer, movie and TV reviews, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel, and share the show with your friends. That's the best way we can get around Big Tech's algorithm. You can also just go to linktree.com slash men to find everywhere the show has a presence. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Skaggs89. Thank you, everyone, and let's get back to the show. I will say when it like started, I was like, "What? Out of, out of all people to rescue Tony Stark, why would it be Killmonger? Like it didn't click." Well, that made sense to me almost because he was a, a Navy SEAL op, it, right? That didn't click. I don't remember. I from saw the movie. where they were starting it, and I was like, "Oh, duh, he was in the military." Right. But like just from like the title, I was like, "How?" And then it clicked, and I really enjoyed the concept because it like you started to root for Killmonger a little bit more than you did while watching Black Panther. And then like, no, it just goes to show he still had the same mentality no matter what. It was just different. It just went, he went about right. it in a different way. But I think the one thing I don't like is that we don't have Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man well, never existed because of this. That's because yeah. he got rescued. The only reason he became yeah. Iron Man was because he was captured. 
even his mindset also never changed much because of he the method. He never, yep. he never went through <laughs> his hardship uh-huh. period, right? His trauma where he was, uh, you know, like captured. And, yeah, that's why he wanted to make bigger, better weapons in the movie when he was captured and he escaped on his own. We can't be making weapons anymore. Right now, I got out of there because this guy's a weapon. We need to make bigger weapons. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What do you think, Cap? I really liked it, but I liked it for the story. Um, I thought it was a very smart, uh, like captivating story. Killmonger is really not one of my favorite characters. Um, I, I mean, I've watched Black Panther a few times, not as many mm-hmm. as I've watched, you know, compared to like Endgame or Infinity War or something mm-hmm. like that. I never truly understood what the big craze, why everyone loved this performance that came out of Michael B. Jordan for for Killmonger. He was just another villain to me. And at that, that's fine. He, you know, to me, he was just another villain that wasn't, you know, an Ultron Thanos level type villain. He was your run of the mill villain for the movie. Um, But other than, you know, it being Killmonger, the story behind it and how calculated and smart they made him was super interesting, especially once Tony turned the corner, but I Mm -hmm. think I would have liked to seen more if they made an iron Killmonger suit instead of. Yeah, I was wondering if something like that was going to show up. That's what I thought was going to happen. Not them. Right. I thought they were going to make him Iron Man or something like that. Yeah, I I agree. I thought it was going that way. Um, I did love, though, um, how like there was the corruption in Tony's uh, company. And they were like, oh, I got the receipt. You tried to assassinate him. It, I just put it all like yeah. he screwed everybody over in a heartbeat. And that was great. He, he's a brilliant like not only was Killmonger a Navy SEAL, obviously, like, you know, skilled warrior, but he was also a brilliant like tactician in terms of I remember from the Black Panther movie. He's not just a warrior like he's right. a, a fifth dimensional warrior in terms of like propaganda, uh, you know, like tricking people. Mm-hmm playing more it's more than just he could shoot you he could yeah. play the mental game with you too in order to like achieve his ends mm-hmm. so I, I they stayed true to that you know aspect of yeah. of him from the movies the, um, i just want to point out no matter what tony stark dies in any universe yeah that's in most well, maybe that's, that's an absolute point in time yeah, i was just gonna say it's an absolute point for the universe to go on tony has He's to die not meant to live you know yeah, yeah. definitely um so for this episode it was interesting for me, right? I thought it was brilliantly written and well done. And this was another dive into sort of Disney sometimes, like with Falcon and Winter Soldier, sometimes like some of these Disney issues. touching on real life politics. Touching on real life politics. Yep. Uh, but they did it well in this one again, which shows you it's not impossible to do well. Yeah. And first of all, I thought it was like watching this episode and watching Killmonger's progression. I was having the same thought as you is like, okay, well, this is different from what happened to him in Black Panther. So is because different stuff is happening to him, is that going to change his trajectory from, you know, being revealed as the villain in the end to instead of like him becoming more of the hero in the end or being a good guy? I thought, well, look, maybe now because like he's being recognized, uh, people are like, you know, recognizing that he's smart, he's good at stuff, and they want to work yeah, redemption. with him. Redemption. Like, he was kind of, you know what I mean? Like, will this change his perspe- perspective mm-hmm. on the world? And it obviously did not whatsoever. Spoiler! <laughs> I, 
think the also oh, wow that was not good english i think um, the also yeah it's okay i think <laughs> you're on, also you're on show, so. yeah <laughs> i think also the difference um with this versus black panther is that king t'chaka is still alive yes because he wasn't alive in black panther when they first met him they weren't very welcome him welcoming of him in black panther right. but because we know king t'chaka killed killmonger's father he's gonna like kiss ass to like try and make up for it he's like yes right. welcome we are family but like I did kill you. Yeah, dad. it was interesting to see that <laughs> scenario. Right? Well, he did say, uh, if you listen to what, um, what's his name? King what? T'Chaka. T'Chaka said, I uh, remember when Killmonger showed up and his wife was like, oh, he didn't bear any son. And uh, T'Chaka was like, I led us to believe this. I let this happen. Like he admits to like, he knew the whole time. He knows what he did. He knows who Killmonger is. So like he led the whole family and nation, whatever, to believe that uh, there was mm-hmm. no son or no heir to his brother. Yeah, Killmonger played him like a fiddle, obviously. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Throughout that, this entire that was... thing, I also real quick, I want to make a point yeah. that this is essentially a mixture of the story behind Iron Man One and Black Panther, mm-hmm. right? However, both of those movies originally took place at comp- like years apart. We this iteration brings the the storylines of both of those movies up way closer up to iron man one so the the story is taking place during the time period of iron man one and they brought black panther's storyline up mm-hmm. uh into that time which explains yep. why shuri is just uh, like a little child basically and that she's much younger because it's about when did iron man come out 2008 right so it's almost like yeah. 10 years before yeah. the you know when black panther re originally know like the year that it happened yeah. which was 2018 or whatever yeah yeah also by tony not becoming iron man that was the ripple effect in the universe that led to Endgame. you know what i mean uh that you know that put earth on the map because what was that saying that now that there's champions it it, it calls through the universe for challengers or something yes. right i think that was a civil war we invite yeah. our presence invites challenge i believe that's yeah. what uh, the vision said and wise quotes from him tony never became iron man there was you know shield never went after the avengers initiative and you know and it never it never you know became undone so wakanda had its own brand new timeline wakanda's always yes. been around even when tony got caught in afghanistan they, they're ancient civilization so it, it's interesting to see how like it's a whole new turn of events yeah, I really, I really, so to, so to go back to answering your question before, or you don't, you never understood why people liked Killmonger so much or liked his character so much. I'll be honest with you, it's political and it has to do with stuff that we talk about in our normal podcast all the time. It's because Killmonger's character is based in critical race theory, right? Oh, uh, look and at this. Yes. So without getting too philosophical or too political here, Killmonger, even in this episode, had a literal exact critical race theory quote almost. Uh, when he killed uh, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I forgot exactly what Tony said to him, but Killmonger's response is the difference between you and me is you can't see the difference between you and me. That quote is exa- is literally embodied in critical race theory. Tony Stark didn't see Killmonger as a black guy. Yeah, as an or oppressed anything individual, like that. yeah. No, he didn't see him as a black guy. He saw him as a guy qualified, I like, I want to work with, yeah. has merit 
right? Killmonger has merit. Killmonger is looking at everything through the lens of race, as critical race theory teaches you to do. And that's exactly what he's telling him. You're, you're, you're seeing me colorblind. I'm seeing you through the lens of color. You're white. You're the oppressor. I'm going to continue on my mission to punish everyone around the world who was the, the oppressor. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was that was his problem in this episode when he talks to um, T'Challa's ghost once he becomes yes. uh, the Black and, Panther. And just He's, to elaborate on that more, and sorry to cut yeah. you off, but just elaborate that on that more. The story of Killmonger and uh, T'Challa is takes inspiration from Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. Uh, not to get too philosophical again, but I'm 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 dead serious. Like uh, Killmonger kind of represents Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. And T'Challa re- represents Martin Luther King Jr., where it was more of like colorblindness, forgiveness, work together and militant, get revenge. The only way we're going to like fix things is by violence, which Martin uh, yeah. Malcolm X's uh, like method. That's literally what T'Challa said. He goes, yeah. so you want to fight suffering with, with more, more suffering. suffering. I will theory. say, though, I did get emotional seeing T'Challa. On yes, that was all well done. Plane. I was like, oh. yep. That that looked beautiful too in cartoon form. It looked mm-hmm. great even in the movie and yeah, live action, good. but in cartoon form, and they nailed like the color scheme and reminded me a little bit of like um the Lion King, like the very colorfulness of it. That was the one yeah. thing I said while watching Black that, Panther. I was like, I'm getting very yes. Lion King vibes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> T'Challa had a great line from uh the, from the Great Beyond, though. He's like Power that's unearned will corrupt you either out there or on this plane. So even like, so basically the child is like, once you're gone and you come here, you now have to deal with us. Like, you know, the, the old black Panthers know what you did, you know, to yep. get this power and you're never going to be able to rest after this. How true is that statement? Yeah. How, how well written was this episode in yeah. general, right? In terms of even, like I said, stuff that we talk Dude, about the, in normal yeah. time, there's the, a lot of things that apply. Yeah. But- I mean, it works. I see now, like, still Killmonger is not one of my favorite characters, but I see, like, with what we know from the Black Panther movie and what, you know, what goes on in the real world, this, yeah, this was a very well written. Yes, it it is. Um, My one criticism is going to be Michael B. Jordan, bro. You got to do better on your Wakanda Forevers. They were so so lacking compared to uh, Chadwick Boseman. But I also hit like hit the emotion when he says it. I I also want to point out he is saying it with an American accent. So I feel like it just hits different. <sighs> yeah. But he doesn't, have. he doesn't have the same love for Wakanda. Yeah. No, he doesn't have yeah. any. He love hates for Wakanda. Wakanda. But if, yeah, I just, I felt like so it, I don't, I feel it like to make them think yeah. that he cares. He yeah. does not care. Everything he did was a manipulation yep. for them to think he wants to be one of them. But if you're trying to manipulate to them, you'd, you'd say Wakanda forever well, with for way them. more enthusiasm <laughs> in your voice. I felt like it was just, uh, like a, a very poor like, yeah. emotional acting job in terms of that one line. The rest of everything was perfect, but um, the that one, was my criticism. The one thing we haven't touched on yet is Pepper being skeptical of him from the beginning yeah, and her being right. Yeah. <laughs> but Pepper's good at that. That's her literally her yeah. job. You know what it was? Uh, sorry, this is kind of off topic, but uh, the, uh, the episode, the second episode was not Chadwick Boseman's last thing because he voiced in this one too just this is his last anything okay because yeah. i thought i i've they i've i've whatever reason i was made he out to believe that like episodes he was <laughs> they like probably that recorded was last thing but it's not yeah they probably recorded both these Multiple episodes, episodes in one day yeah. 
So, yeah, I think. Well, he was in the zombie one, too. That was him yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's he has a pretty big part in mo- most of these episodes. In yeah. this episode, only three people were not the original. It was yeah. uh, Pepper, Shuri and Tony. Yes. Those I watched the opening credits ones. and I was like, wow, they got most people to do this, which I enjoyed. Nice. It makes it authentic. But I will say whoever did Pepper did a really good job. It sounded like. Her. Yes. Shuri. I really like whoever does Tony. For me. He does Tony in every animated whatever. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, it was pretty good. So um, uh, go before we rate, though. The one thing that annoyed me, because, you know, going back to our, uh, you know, what our regular podcast is, the second Tony died, the military was like, we own all this. Go fuck yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, that's it, exactly it, what they would do yeah. in real life. Colonel Ross just showed up. He's like, all this tech is ours. Bye bye. All right. I thought, Load it know, up. Time to go a, to war. Yes. Yeah. I like how they included him, too. But I thought that's a pretty uh, accurate depiction yeah. of what the military, the American, no, I, I don't American military yeah. industrial complex would do. Yeah, and you know, the MCU. country killed one of ours. Yeah, right. The only thing right. I don't understand is that, like Wakanda, like even though this is going on in two thousand eight or nine, whatever, Wakanda has always been an advanced civilization for many more, you know, decades or years, whatever time span you want to put it, than the rest of the world. I enjoyed the big fight scene with the Wakandans versus the, yeah, the Iron cool. Man Gundam warriors. I love and running medieval through with, style scene, yeah. fight scenes like that. So that was very well done. Yeah. Pretty cool. And running like, through with the rhino yes. was dope. Yeah. But this is an advanced civilization and you're fighting robots with spears. I just don't get it. You're an advanced civilization. But they were, but they were um, vibranium spears. Though, I, I, they, I which... still, I, I get it, but I'm pretty but sure is, there's. In everything, they don't really make weapons. That that was never. But they have defenses. They have yes, right. They have they're, the they're a defensive, so you know, culture society. They can defend themselves, but they were never. They've kind of stuck with that, um, generational, uh, generational thing of just like fighting the way they always have, and it's just gotten better. Yeah, you know, it would have been convenient, you know, just shoot them down. But I think yeah. they all fight better hand-to-hand combat type situation. I also want to point out, I did love that the queen was the general. Yeah. I yes. love that. That, uh, that confused me because was that... I, was she in the movie? I don't know. Akoye is the general okay. in it would make sense. the movie. Okay. Again, that would make sense being this is about 10 to 12 years uh, earlier. So I guess she's younger, she is younger is yeah. in charge. And Okoye later on maybe takes Okoye up the, took over, the, the which job. is what happens because same mm-hmm. thing with T'Chaka and T'Challa. Yeah. T'Chaka is no longer able to be the Black no. Panther, so I think that is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely love her, and I just love Angela Bassett. <laughs> some of the stu- yeah, she's great. Some of the stuff you're saying, Cap, is making me think even more deeply about this. And <laughs> Wakanda is almost the ideal society in a way. They're oh, yeah, technologically advanced, and they have military might. However, they don't use it for any offensive purposes. They also try and withhold it from the rest of the world so that the rest of the world doesn't get weapons and Wakanda do bad stuff. simply minds their own business. Yes, right, exactly. And and America is essentially the complete opposite. And as yeah. soon as it gets some new tech, it immediately launches a war on a, yeah. a tiny, you know, but nation. That's why Wakanda has lasted so long, because people don't even really, like, people know it's there, but they don't know it is what it is yeah. until the shields come up. Because even, like, Ross was like, that's Wakanda? Yeah. Because yeah. first he, they just see, you know, trees. The hologram. And then all of a sudden it comes up and he's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. that's Wakanda. 
Yeah. I'm thinking back to cab in terms of like the beacon on the hill thing we've spoken about. Like Wakanda's kind of like the beacon on the hill, but they make the mistake of not showing themselves at all. Yeah. Like, how could you be the beacon on the hill if you don't even reveal yourself? Yeah. So Wakanda and America. But they're putting their own people first. They're they're only worried about Wakanda and Wakandans. Yeah. Right. Like they don't That's a mistake need anything too. Have, from the outside. Yeah. yeah. At, at the end of the movie, at the end of um the Black Panther movie, they realize the error in their ways of we should yeah. be the beacon on the hill. We should, you know, not be we shouldn't do what Killmonger wants to do, which is essentially kill everybody. But we, we should help. we could help. We could show like there's a better way yeah. we could be the beacon on the hill. So, yeah, I thought that was just very but it comes with a price. Yeah, we'll see. So uh, We'll see how they uh, one last point. Interesting how because T'Challa dies, they do a, a funeral for him. I wonder if we're going to see a reiteration of that in, in live action. I think so. In, in the next uh, Wakanda forever. forever movie. I'd, I'd be really surprised if there's no funeral scene. Right. So I think we getting a glimpse into something we're going to yeah. see in the future and in, in the real movie. So I wouldn't be surprised, too, because so you know how like with the episode where the Avengers die and uh, the Hulk fight scene, I said, was taken from the Hulk movie and then uh, so they put the new Hulk in that scene or something. I wouldn't be surprised if in future movies we see scenes taken out of what if and put into the universe. It might not be the same story path as inspiration. It's same, yeah, it's the same setup. It's the same storyline, the same placement of it. So we could very well have just seen what the funeral in Wakanda for Black Panther would look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. All right, what do we want to uh, what do we want to rate it? Um, I'm going to do a nine out of ten. I, I really love this episode. I think out of all of them so far, this one has been my favorite. Like I just stared at the screen and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I love this. But I also did really love Black Panther. Um, and I'm excited to see because they left this open ended, <laughs> and I've seen a picture of Shuri and Pepper together in a future episode and pepper's like holding a gun so damn it, it your spoilers i'm sorry it's on the internet <laughs> yeah but it could be a different universe right it, it, it could, could be, be something different you know, but i'm saying i thought spider-man was it, gonna be yeah they left it in a way that mm-hmm. it's gonna keep going i don't think they're gonna continue any of these episodes again in this season not in this season I mean? so there's only there's that, only three like, episodes left right like you're think. saying cap that could be a, a different two. no well whatever you saw could be a, one of the other episodes completely different timeline different story yeah. and maybe they're even showing you that to throw you off a little bit yeah because mm-hmm. there i mean this is what if there could be for yeah. all we know it could yeah. be spider-man versus captain america and pepper pot saves the day by shooting you know what i mean like, right one so. thing we didn't point out the watcher He's there. Like he his whole yes. face was the sky. Yeah. This whole episode. I, and we were saying last time that we feel he's getting closer and closer with every episode. Interfering or something. And, yeah. And this one, he was like front and center. Like you couldn't miss him. Yeah, but since the strange episode, he hasn't really interacted or done I don't anything. Think he interacts Be- unless it affects time. And so far. But he never Dr. really interacted at all. I mean, I mean, but I'm interfered. When, sorry, yeah, not interacted. But Doctor Strange was the only one that fully affected and destroyed an entire the timeline universe. to the point that it's gone. Yeah, the rest think, are just keep continuing, and he's just yeah. watching it. Mm-hmm. I think he did interfere, and that's why the Doctor Strange universe ended because he he started pulling back now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they, I I think we're eventually going to see 
some my prediction for him towards maybe the last episode or something we're going to see some type of interaction with him or something's going to be revealed about the watcher maybe so, this this uh, whole series is kind of his story his point of way. view well yeah. technically every comic book you read every cartoon you see every watcher is there watch in the background is is the watcher's adaptation telling us what happened you know? gotcha okay so uh i'm i'm going with a nine as well it was great i would have really liked to have seen a killmonger iron man suit the gundams were i think they could have made the robots look a little bit cooler you know, Marvel's done a lot of cool stuff with their CGI throughout the movies and all that stuff. So that was really like a, just like pulled right out of like the anime. You know, I, I think they could have done something a little bit cooler. Um, the fight scenes were great. The the conniving and like the, the secrecy that, you know, Killmonger fooled everyone was great. So I'm giving it a nine. All right. Uh, just a point back to the drones. They kind of looked like the ones from Iron Man 2. Uh, yeah, I got that that feeling too. I don't remember them for some reason. Yeah, they, they had the same head because remember, yeah, it was the head. He rips that's it what off, he, that's and he's I was like, like, "You can't get in these." And he's like, "We're not going to have people in them." Yeah, okay. I think this was a good combination of like Iron Man one and two. Yeah, well, yeah, it sped up. It sped yeah. up the process. sped up the process, right? Yeah, put the two minds together and you speed up yeah. the timeline. I guess you say I'm going to give it a nine point nine. I enjoyed everything <laughs> about it. Uh, it was deep. It was philosophical. It was Marvel. It was interesting. Uh, it's only losing the point one because of Michael B. Jordan's lackluster <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs> Anything uh, can knock you off the top. It was distracting. When you distract me with with something, you you immediately lose me. So his his Wakanda forever was so like I said, lackluster. I was like, oh, my God, he's he's acting. You know, what I mean, like yeah. I noticed he's acting, which is not yeah. a good thing. Again, I think it is just to show. Oh, no, I, I get you. I get what you're saying, but it just wasn't. I don't it's know. not what he wanted. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. So 9.9. Uh, enjoyed it, though. It was great. It was fun. All right. Yeah. Two good episodes back to back. Yeah. These were two great episodes back to back. I got to say, man. Yeah. All, All right. right. Wrap it up. Doom Nation. I hope you guys enjoyed that doomed review of Marvel's series. What if Shane and Skaggs? Thank you guys. As always, make sure you guys like, share and subscribe and check us out. We uh yeah, we're going to be on hiatus this yeah. week in terms of uh, normal political episodes. We were on the Sergeant and Samurai podcast. Uh, so go check them out if you want to hear us talk about some political stuff this week. Yep. All right. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe as always, guys. Thank you. Later. Later.